I'm Brooke. I'm Ryan. And we decided to channel our energy to give you the definitive ranking of the Kingdom Hearts world. A list that you probably never asked for. But you need. Maybe. Full disclosure, we know nothing about games. But we are experts in Kingdom Hearts. Sort of. World by world, we're going to make you fall in love with the game again. And also with us. Maybe. So let's escape into the beautiful Disney world of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. A podcast. A podcast. We're nearing the end, Ryan. Thank goodness. But I'm going to throw you under the bus. Throw me under the giant ball of cubes. I'm going to show you under the giant data cubes. So, Ryan, why can't you um, continue on with the game past San Francisco? I was hoping there was a world in which one of the worlds was optional, and that world would be the Caribbean. And I've seen your comments. I've seen everyone being like, oh, it's so beautifully integrated as a world. Ooh, the gameplay. Ooh, I can't. I can't do it. I, I cannot go to another island. I cannot get on the boat again. I, I know I must, but I was just hoping when I beat San Francisco that I would be able to move on to the final the final battle without having to go back. And I was uh, sadly mistaken. Yeah. You're, you're farther than I'm. You're nearly at the end. I'm nearly at the end. I think I'm at the final save point in the Badlands in the Keyblade Graveyard. I haven't checked, but I, I imagine if I move forward, it's going to do the thing where it's like, there will be no chance to revisit worlds past. Are you sure you're ready to take the final steps? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so I've done the five. I've done the final world. I've I've started the Keyblade Graveyard, um, and now I'm working on my mini game to potentially have the ultimate weapon for the for the final battle. Z- um speaking of the are you sure you want to go forward there will be no turning back we were ranting about one of the games not doing that was it birth by sleep is that it no i feel like it was i feel like it was dream drop distance wasn't it Mm, i feel like birth by sleep definitely does it um but maybe not maybe not you just walk down the big vagina but you do that in literally all of them like there's always a big vagina to walk through um there are moments in I'm like really excited because so I know I'm jumping ahead and we're not talking about San Francisco yet. But first of all, there is a moment in San Francisco I want to talk about. But the cutscenes, like it's obviously we're at that part of the game. Not that this hasn't been true for all of Kingdom Hearts three, but we're about to enter the part of the game where it becomes like mostly a movie and then boss battles. Which like there are some moments though where I am so excited for you because you've never seen them, right? Like you never watched the. Did you watch? Have you watched a playthrough or have, like do you know what happens? FYI, I mean, I did get pretty far the first time I played. I fought Evil Goat, Evil Goat Xehanort. Oh, I thought you stopped at Pirates. No, I, I have gotten through Pirates. Oh, okay. I th- Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, but I, I will, I will have goat. fresh eyes and a new appreciation. I've gotten pretty far. I've just never finished the game on my own. There are things that I forget. So, okay. I feel, I will say, San Francisco, like gave me a little bit of peace after Pirates. And I'm feeling reinvigorated now that I'm... So you like have chased the phantoms around the giant cube? Yes. Okay. So there are definitely moments where I'm like, what's... Why or why are we here? Um, And it's about to get really lorry and really preachy. Doesn't feel like the right word. But one of my favorite moments... 
I'll wait because there's just a moment where – oh, but you've seen it. So there's a scene right after San Francisco, right after we get um, Aqua and Ven back and you're in uh, the Yen Sid's tower and Axel is literally like – what's going on like you are so I'm supposed to explain everything to him how does he know who I am who are all these people what's been going on I've like it's so much to get memorized and it's a a brief moment where Kingdom Hearts acknowledges how confusing Kingdom Hearts is and it made it endeared me to this game more because they know that they're up their own assholes and went sideways like they know and they're sort of just like Okay, and now let's introduce more people and more characters. Um, and Axel is just the everyman, and I just really appreciate that. Um, but we are all Axel. We are all Axel, Lee, whatever you want to call him. So let's talk about San Francisco. We First get question there. for you: um, ha- Have you seen the movie? So I saw Big Hero Six when in theaters in 2014, and I have not seen it since because. I cried so hard in the beginning that I don't rem- I don't want to put myself through that again. Hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I think the last time I played, I watched the movie and I liked it. It's a good movie. Heavy. Yeah. The brother dying really. Also, like I remember I was on tour for the children's tour that I did right after college. Weren't you playing a worm? Among many other things. Yes, I was playing a worm. I can bring that content to this to this Instagram account. I feel like everyone needs that. It's informative and informative, I would say, more. I belted my face off as a giant worm. It was a good time. Anyway, the girl that was on tour with me left, and she had to pee right at the beginning of the movie, and she went to pee right as the brother died. And she came back, and she was like, did I miss anything? And I was like, the inciting incident for the whole film. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> but – it's a good movie. The world went by in a blip. And I don't know if that's because the Caribbean and Arendelle were so long. But I was sort of like, why were we here? Like, it felt – the world itself felt like the Spider-Man ride at Universal Studios in Orlando. Have you done that ride? Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And you sort of just, like, go from bad guy to bad guy. And they're like, this is my shtick. I'm this bad guy. And you fight them as Spider-Man. And then you immediately move. And then, like, two minutes later, it's like, you helped save the city. And you're just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how that's... this world felt to me. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. It just feels incidental. Yeah. And I understand. I forget which who we're talking to. And I guess the point, I'm like, again, I feel like the reason for being in each world in this game is is a bit confusing to me. And so I, I've mm-hmm. tried to be like, okay, which organization member is here? What are we seeing that's important? And it's vessels, I think. It's sort of like, mm-hmm. and I think learning that like, you need, like you need a, I don't know. I don't know why we were there. To your point, I do feel like they touched on a bit of, hero's brother's death in a way that felt emotionally tied into the story like the loss of roxas and his friends like there was a flash of sora's heart which is roxas thinking about losing his friends that almost made it feel relevant i mean it really feels like they're grasping at straws to make most of these plot lines fit the kingdom hearts 3 plot line but this one i was like okay we didn't get inserted into the plot of any of the movie at all. Like, I feel like we were just, we were just like, okay, we're in this world. It's after the, the 
storyline of the film where mm-hmm. I and I feel like that movie isn't popular enough that we were doing that. And also, there's like a scene that's like almost shot for shot from Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which is just not a movie that I remember or saw. I think maybe if we were more invested in the Pirates franchise, we would have maybe enjoyed the effort put into this world. But I think that like one of the great things about Kingdom Hearts 1 and and even Kingdom Hearts 2, right? Like you think about the Lion King world, like that's after the events of the main film mostly um, because it's like the ghost of Scar. But like you can do that with the Lion King because it's almost guaranteed that someone playing Kingdom Hearts has seen the Lion King. Big Hero 6 is like, I don't even know what happens in the movie, except that the brother dies. That's the only thing that I remember. Right. I found the mechanics fun. And I think that those types of worlds, like, I think that that's where we're going to start Kingdom Hearts 4, right? Like, that's what the videos look like from whatever the purgatory world is that Sora's in, or the afterlife, maybe even. You're bringing up a lot of points that really speak to me. Like, it feels like they're like, we just want an open world concept a place where you can kind of run around. And why don't you just go to San Francisco? And there's three locations, essentially. There's in the garage, there's on the bridge, and there's town. On the bridge, but we don't ever get, we can't ever go back to the bridge. Yes, but that's, that, it isn't even a location. It's like a an so, incident. Yeah. R- remind me, the plot of Big Hero 6 is, like the adversary is the professor that like is sort of responsible for the brother's death. And then- does a bunch of nefarious things with microchips. And this feels more like, I mean, they just had to invent this construct of the blocks. The blocks, that didn't bother me, the blocks. No, it didn't bother me either. It's just like, it was like they invented a construct. Well, weren't they sort of, I I imagine that there was some version of the blocks that were in the movie. Like, But it was like, they're very similar to the blocks that we see in Recoded, but they're not the virus. Like they're not, but they are data in that way. I just don't understand like, what they are. Like, they did I miss something? Am I supposed to know what, like, who sent them? Who is the... The organization they- creates them, maybe. I don't know. We have... So I remember that, like, Baymax in the movie is, like, programmed to fight. Then they, he becomes programmed to heal. Mm-hmm. And, like, I assume this professor that you speak of is, like, planning on creating, like, an army with Baymax-type prototypes. And then the organization is sort of like, it's just the same thing as using an empty vessel. Like the vessels are becoming, mm-hmm. are coming back. I will say like something, oh, this is this is maybe a post-world conversation, but the the rules in which like these nobodies have free will, like the organization members have just like mm-hmm. absolute free will is like, I, I didn't think I realized, well, like has that always, I guess it has always been true because Marluxian, what's her name? Larkseen sort of like show us that in Chain of Memories, but- I can't believe after all this, like now that we're here, I I can't believe we didn't play Chain of Memories. <laughs> like I, I can, did. Uh, you did, but like I can't believe that we like like that people have let us get away with not replaying Chain of Memories. <laughs> Should we go back and no, no? I mean, we tried to watch the. We did watch it. We did our best. We lost that. That's lost. It's lost footage. Yeah, that's that's lost. Forever. I got very drunk. <laughs> Me too. Are there any other movies we can watch and play a drinking game? Uh, we could maybe watch all the Melody of Memory cutscenes if we wanted. Mm. I played Dark Road. Do we have to do a season on that? 
No, 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 no. A season? No, no, no. That's just no, 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 no. I think we should do. I mean, our order of events. We've still we got a few episodes left. We have to rank the worlds in this game. We've got to rank all the worlds. We've got to rank all the games, and then maybe we have to watch a recap and see if we actually understood what happened. Yeah, maybe the drinking game will be us watching a recap, and every time we learn something new, <laughs> we have to, or every time we're like, oh. Like, we, we drink. Mm, deal. But back to San Francisco. There's just not much to talk about. Like, the Flash Tracer, like, the, the little running games are fun. You, know, you fight a dinosaur. You fight a dinosaur. You fight the data bots. I have literally put King's Flare in my shortcuts. Like, it replaced a magic. I love King's Flare. King's Flare for life. Simba. Link is my guy. Do you find it more effective than the shot locks? Yes. Really? Yes, because you can run into things, especially grinding. It's great for grinding too because it knocks out a bunch of them at the same time. I have gotten 100% treasures and 100% lucky emblems. I did it. I looked it up, but I did it. I'm so impressed. Well, I, I have a guide. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably the way to do it. But like when Goofy's like, there's a lucky emblem. I'm like, where? Speaking of Goofy, the ham that he is, in the very beginning of the world, I sent Ryan the most unhinged voice note. Um, they like fall from a skyscraper in the when it's day. They like I'm, I'm gonna have to find this clip. They fall from the sky and they land on the ground and they all sort of are like whoa. But Goofy for like 15 seconds is like whoa, 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 <laughs> before he settles himself. And I'm like, why? Why did they do this? <laughs> They're really like leaning into the shtick of each character because it's becoming apparent that someone's gonna, you know, maybe not be around anymore. So they really like lean into like, we're all just goofing off. Big Hero 3, what do you mean I'm a hero? Like, <laughs> it's not important. Um, I don't know. Do you have like what other? Yeah, yeah I have go two ahead. things. The first is a long conversation about Riku Repliku showing up and all the backstory that gets laid down. And I'm like, is this where we learn about Xehanort traveling through time, creating replicas? Like, it just felt like we got a long monologue about how this Riku got here. Is this where they do the flashbacks of of all the Xehanorts and like what, where they tell the story? Yeah. Yeah, there definitely are moments now where they're trying to like explain everything in a slapdash way. Mm -hmm. So there's... Two replicas that we see. There is the vessel replica that has yellow eyes. That is what the one that we meet in San Francisco with the new Organization 13. There's also the replica that comes to Riku in the dark world that like helps him. One is in, I think, a black coat, right? Is the one in San Francisco in a black coat? Yes. And one is in his muscle suit. And that one we talk to later. I want to hear your thoughts, but I do think we should put maybe a pin in Repliku until you get to that other cutscene. Okay, sounds great. I'm just, I want to just read what we learn here because I just want to like lay it out there. Okay. So basically, Dark Riku says, Xehanort's heart left his body in order to voyage back through time. He needed to tell his younger self of the great plans he had in store. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on you and try to okay. give us give us so that is the brown thing. 
mm-hmm. is that is a Xehanort because I imagine that a la Voldemort. So we've mm-hmm. seen the darkness without a vessel um, is that like smoke, ga- the ghastly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if he was a ghastly, but go on. So I think that that's, that's brown coat. Mm-hmm. And we see the brown coat, which is much more misshapen than I remember it. It's like a, <laughs> there's like a picture of it on the beach, like floating towards Riku and it like. No, that's not Riku. That's Xehanort. Oh, Xehanort. It's towards Xehanort. It's like, it's like a pear-shaped brown So Xehanort anyway. like grows up on Destiny Islands as well. That's what we learn in Dark Road as well. Okay. So there in the past, his heart stayed and waited out the years until his first, waited out the years until you and I came along. Xehanort's heart possessed me and became Ansem, just talked about, the first adversary you faced, the rest mm-hmm. of him, the piece he left behind, Zemnis. took the name Xemnas and created the first organization. It was all a part of a larger plan to bring Xehanort into contact with the right hearts, enough of them to form the real organization, 13. They could come from anywhere, any when, just as long as he had the right vessels at hand to place their hearts in. Sora goes, vessels? Donald and Goofy go, replicas then dark riku says that's right the replica program was a success we are all as real as people so the replica program is what was happening in chain of memories was it what how how so that's where real repliku i think comes from because riku in kingdom hearts one is not a replica that is just riku possessed by xanort Mm -hmm. repliku is the one that they create I think in Chain of Memories, the one that's like hiding in a basement, right? Mm-hmm. And we play as Riku. Riku. Real Riku. There's Riku, Replica, and Dark Riku. So Dark Riku is the second Replica. So Meat Suit is Riku Replica. The one that I'm talking about that is like a part of Riku is the Riku Replica, whose German name is Repliku, which is what we have adopted. Dark Riku is the one that we see in San Francisco. Okay. So yeah, Chain of Memories. The Riku replica was an experimental replica made by Vexen after he studied and took interest in the original Riku. With the help of Nomine, Vexen was able to give the replica memories to help motivate him to help them. But the replica was ultimately defeated by Sora and his heart was destroyed by Nomine in an attempt to calm his anger. After miraculously reviving, he expressed that despite having no memories of his own, he will protect Nomine. He's growing exponentially in strength, but feels empty inside. And then Same. the replica finds Zexion. And then we fight. In Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, the Riku replica's heart is collected from the past by young Xehanort and joins the true Organization 13 as Dark Riku. So Dark Riku enters the sleeping world of Prankster's Paradise to unnerve the real Riku. Yeah, so Dark Riku's with the organization. And then real Riku reunites with Riku Replica's heart. Mm. Oy, that oy, help- oy. Was that helpful at all? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I just I guess- it'll make a little more sense, I think, as you continue on. Okay. Okay. What was your second thing? Do you remember? It's just about Maleficent and Pete in San Francisco. Why are they only in certain worlds? Why have we not seen them after every world? They were such an afterthought. <laughs> and she sees Riku and she's like I feel like I know him, but I don't know from when. So that's because this Maleficent is coming, I think, from Dark Road. Like, this isn't a different, I don't know. Because Maleficent's a big part of Union X. Hmm. It's a kooky time. It okay. only gets kookier. I do think the dar- the deeper we go, the harder it gets. <laughs> okay, fair. I- I'll just keep thinking about it from a surface level and do what I do best. Do you want to hear the music? 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, one, two, oh, one, two, three, four. Dun, 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 dun. It's really chill. It sounds like you're singing, um, take me to the moon. The, everybody wants to rule the world. That's what it sounds like you're singing. I want to hear it as myself. Oh, yeah. I feel like you're not giving the, like, you're not giving that enough love. <laughs> when, is, when does that come in? Immediately. We're listening to the same thing. <laughs> but it, it goes from like the guitar. It's like a guitar strum, like a dun 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 dun. And then behind it is like the dun 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 dun. Yeah. When I hear that, I'm like, oh, the melody is the thing being played on the guitar, and you're just like these bass notes are what's grounding, and that's what I want. So yeah, well, the boss battles were fun. I'm really excited because we're actually fighting people again. Like immediately yeah. after this, you get to fight Dark Aqua. It's like, okay, this is where things get challenging. It almost felt like we're back in Dream Drop Distance where we can only fight giant creatures. Like every world has a big multicolored animal we need to fight. Yeah, which I hated. Yeah, I don't want to hurt animals. I want to hurt people. <laughs> <sighs> on that um, note, should we, should we rank it? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 7.25. Hmm. I It was like a breath of fresh air after the Caribbean. And I like actually did enjoy my time there. I found the map to be a little boring. Like mm-hmm. it says there's different like areas, but there's not really. It's just one big map. But I did think that the world itself was beautiful and cool. And I liked the flash tracer. And I like – I enjoyed the like – going to find the people and like saving them from their little data bots and like the marker aspect I thought was cool. So I definitely liked it more than I remembered, but it's a very forgettable world. So I, I think it's just like, it was like a, a, a good world, lowercase g, good. Yeah, I just, I don't have that much to say about it. It's like, it almost felt like I was playing a different game mm-hmm. where you're just in this open world city almost feel like the old Sonic meets Grand Theft Auto or something. Like you're just like walk around a city, there's traffic. I think my favorite part was when you're on the obstacle course from Hero and you're like running up, jumping down, grinding around, flow motioning around. I thought it was fun. And I think there were some fun boss battles. It was cool to fly. It just didn't all flow together for me very well. The story didn't totally flow. We were doing a lot of fun things, but I was just kind of like, why are we doing this? So I think it's a a six point... 6.5 for me. I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. Good world. It's not great. Fun to play. Don't know why we're there. Uh, But definitely a palate cleanser from Pirates. It's like a little amuse-bouche. An amuse-bouche. And here's one thing I'll say. You know, obsession with ranking. There just doesn't seem to be a consensus out there about the ranking of the worlds. Like I saw on our Instagram that people were like, how could you rank this so low? But the games, there's no, there's not like a huge consensus about like what the best one is. I mean, kind of too. Even in the rankings of the worlds, everyone has their own preference. But I do feel like the Caribbean is consistently ranked low, right? Like Frozen and the like, Arendelle and the Caribbean are on the low end of every ranking I've seen. I've seen it on the high end too. I mean, it seems like people like it seems like Monsters is a, a favorite and Corona I loved Monsters. I think too. Monsters is my favorite world of this game so far. Oh, for sure. It's just it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. We have to figure out. Well, you have to beat pirates. Oh no! 
crabs. I mean, you could you could potentially go back to your last played game and just go back to an old save point. It's on a different different console. Do you think I could pay someone to log into my account and play the rest of Pirates for me just to get me where I need to go? Oh my god, I wonder if I could do, could I do that? No, it's on the console, it's not on the account. Uh, damn Otherwise I would have done it, I would do it for you. <sighs> okay, I'll just suck it up and get some crabs. Go get some crabs, put on an audiobook, put on a podcast, go farm. Alright, alright. You, I empower you. Well, that wraps up this week's world. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you're looking to connect our heart, follow us on Instagram at kingdomhearts underscore pod. And if you want to enter the realm of darkness that is our lives, follow us. I'm at Brooke Wiseman. And I'm at Rye Bernston. See you next week with another Kingdom Hearts Worlds and Kingdom Hearts ratings. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast.